0: your hosts, Dwayne Perkins and T.K. Kelly. Hey boys and girls, welcome to the Movie Night Podcast. I'm Dwayne Perkins. Each week I'm joined by my lovely co-host, T.K. Kelly, and a special guest. We watch a movie, we uh, not together, separately, and then we come here and we talk about that movie. And uh, it's, a, it's a good time, right T.K.?
1: It is, it's a good time. I, I like that you call me lovely, but then you point out, like, listen, I don't watch these movies with him. Yeah, He's yeah, you have to. lovely enough for like once every two weeks. That but. was kind of like no homo,
0: but without saying <laughs> it, you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: Not together, not to make it weird. We can watch movies together, Dwayne. It's okay. Uh, Guys, our special guest this week, very funny dude. Uh, You have seen him on Drunk History on Comedy Central. He is part of a hilarious sketch group called Women Comedy, and he has his own podcast called Terrified with Dave Ross. It's Dave Ross. Welcome, dude. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for being here, man. How's it going?
2: Good, man. I'm good. I am so tired. You know that. (laughs)
1: Just always tired. I, I'm perpetually tired. I think.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, comedy. You know, yeah. you work really hard, and then and then you make like all this money
1: at it. <laughs> oh yeah. You just, just like keep right. working you're so hard. You're just tired of <laughs> counting money. Yeah. That's you what just it have is.
2: so much money. Oh my god. <laughs> I sleep on money. I eat money.
1: I, well, that's the that's probably why you're tired. You shouldn't be sleeping on money, man. That's or a, eating it. It's lumbar. not healthy. Yeah. No. I mean, your digestive system has yeah. got to be just wrecked.
2: A lot of trans fats in money.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really got to stay away from that. Uh, what's going on, man? What have you been up to?
2: I uh I mean the reason I'm tired is because uh I like uh I like comedy so much comedy stuff and then lift because of the, what I was saying was false no money in yes, comedy. Yes, no money. <laughs> um, so like that's what's up today a lot of lifting but um and I,
1: lifting uh, for for uh people listening it's lift with a Y. Dave's not like bragging well, about how he's at the gym all that's the time so funny. Right. he's well, like you know well. oh. oh. i'm tired because i'm things. constantly yeah. living right And yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. i was saying that i was
2: making money at it like i don't make money at comedy but like, i do make money as a weightlifter yeah yeah dude i just lift on tv and people just love it dude yeah that's to, a job they yeah. just throw money at me <laughs> uh yeah i uh women uh my sketch group we've been shooting a lot uh we have a new round of sketches that we're making for ifc right now and we're like really grinding on those
1: you guys are prolific. Um, you seem like you come out with a lot uh, kind of all at once.
2: We work all the time. Yeah, and, well, that's great. That's the way – actually, when we make our own sketches um, – I mean, we always make our own sketches. But when we make sketches just for us, not with one of these, like, release engines or whatever, like mm-hmm. IFC or Comedy Central, we, we generally write one, shoot it, and we come out with one a month yeah, or yeah. more, but generally about one a month. But the way IFC works is they, like, give us money – to make a slew of them, and they want to release them one a week for however long we have them. Yeah, yeah. So it's nuts when we shoot them. That's awesome. I mean, we all have to work all the time, and then we also all do Mm stand-up every night, and uh, then, like, shooting on the weekends and during the week. It's crazy. It's fun, though, man. Dude, shooting sketches is... It's the most fun.
1: Yeah, that's great. And and when you say so, IFC is is paying you guys for them. And where where are they being released? Is it exclusively on the on the web? Is it yes? Okay.
2: Yeah, it is. IFC has this thing called Comedy Crib, where they like they grab I don't know five or ten groups to maybe even more than that at this point to uh, make short runs of web series for them. I think yeah. we're actually their only sketch group. The so we all create these, I don't know, however many episodes, and they come out on the Comedy Crib section Mm -hmm. of ifc.com and then also on ifc's youtube page
1: okay cool yeah I mean everybody listening go check those out Uh, you guys put out some of the funniest sketches
2: oh man thank you
1: yeah absolutely we've uh, I know you were featured on uh, Tosh.0 yes last uh, last season maybe two seasons ago
2: yeah that's right I remember that Um, two different seasons oh twice All right, there
1: you go and also and you've also put stuff out for comedy central's website as well right
2: yeah we made one that one was a little different they um They reached out to us and we sent them a script and then they produced the entire thing, which was a dream. Because with IFC, it's great. It's cool to produce your own stuff, to get money to make your own stuff. But, dude, I mean, we got paid to write and act in that Comedy Central sketch, but they, you know, got the whole crew and they produced it and we just like hung back and ate crafty. This so, oh my God, it was so great. And then I'd stand up and act. And you know, I got it wasn't that much that I made, but I didn't care. I'm normally like running around being like, "Is everyone happy?" Well, yeah, I mean, production
1: is daunting. <laughs> oh, it, it can it's be worse. Just such a huge pain in the ass. So to have people take care of it and just be like the talent for once—that's that's great. It's to the not
2: dream. Be. It really was, man. I like. I don't know how often you guys are in that situation, or even like really what your. Uh, we all have like probably really specific goals in comedy, you know. Mm-hmm. One of mine is, uh, I mean, I want to do stand up all the time in like huge theaters (laughs) and I want to act in comedy things. And that was like the first time I think I got to really experience exactly what that would be like for that to be my living. And I was like, Oh, oh right we are like shooting for something <laughs> yeah. there's a
1: light at the end yeah, of the tunnel yeah. and then they snatched it back from you well like um, <laughs> the day ended and they were like get out of here pig
0: <laughs> 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 no, you're absolutely right like I booked something I booked a pilot last year but not a not a recurring and uh just going in for the table read and oh yeah like every day they print a script like you know i have the one from yesterday oh, it's yeah, so right.
1: it's, <laughs> see <laughs> that's but it makes sense because you're like a real person you're like i'm right, gonna right. hang on to this i'm not a monster Right, right. <laughs> but it's it, I, you can you can understand like the way that uh you're taken care of when you're the and talent I, like listen, i get why people become arrogant
0: especially on my level <laughs> i had one line they weren't changing that line yeah <laughs> so so like literally they were like well your page is the same like if it was me i like you just you just have that one page, yeah, yeah. and just pay attention. Look at look at the next guy when we get to that page. But every day I get a whole new entire script. Wow, and that's uh, where all
1: the trees are going.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and just you know the trailer. But you're, you're absolutely right. Like having even right, like, like I'm producing something now with some some people of mine and uh, some friends, and even it's not like on that level. But even having two or three other oh, people to great. depend on, like usually it's like me and one other person. Yeah, or but like I have a team of like four or five people and. The amount of things that are getting done that I didn't do, it's mind boggling. It's like, it for- feels great. Do you forget? Like, we have a budget with this IFC stuff, and so we hire producers, especially
2: for our sketches that have like a lot of props and locations and right, stuff like right. that. And I literally forget. That they are there and yeah. can do stuff. Well, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. You're used to yeah. wearing
1: all the hats yourself. Yeah, and being the one who everything comes down on. Like if, if shit's not going according to plan, you're feeling that, you know, yeah. because you're in charge of that while also being in it, writing it, what's, directing. it, And what's it, great is
0: when you when you have other people producing, the the amount of detail that they can that can because you know detail is important, and you, oh, yeah. you write it out. But but there's certain things you just can't like on the day of certain props that you're like We're just, we'll, t- we'll take care of it Whatever. when yeah. we get there it's
1: like that fake baby in American yeah, right. Sniper like fuck it <laughs> right, we right. don't have a baby get that but, in there <laughs> but when you have
0: someone who's like who's read the whole script and they come to you and they're like so uh, on page 16 you need a cup what kind of cup do you want yeah, you're yeah. like oh <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what I mean it's, well it's, I think I
1: think the quality of things becomes infinitely better when everybody has one job yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's, Focus it's doing doing what we do
0: thing. on a, on the next level it's it's just like anything, like just the next level, the next level. Like, yeah, when you play basketball in high school, like you have to take your uniform from game to game, and then in college, you don't get a new one every <laughs> yeah, time. Right. Yeah, yeah. And by the time you get to the pros, you just you pull up in your, your you just Ferrari, light it on
1: fire after and every you step game.
0: out, and then yeah, totally y- sneakers, you take some drug
2: that makes you forget the game, and then they're right. like you won. <laughs>
1: right. uh. Well, speaking of uh, leveling up. I think that's oh, about it. That oh, I, I, I thought you were feeding <laughs> me there. No, going, that was oh, solid. I, I thought mean, you were that feeding was me. <laughs> solid. <laughs> we're all about the, the transition here. That's all that matters. If we get a good transition, we're happy with the episode. But uh, <laughs> this week's movie uh, is a documentary, actually, I think only the second one we've done. It is called Going Clear, Scientology and the Prison of Belief, uh, directed by Alex Gibney, starring Paul Haggis, Jason Begey, and unwillingly, Tom Cruise and John Travolta. <laughs> right. Uh, this came out only a couple weeks ago it's been kind of uh, talked about quite a bit. Uh, What did you guys think of this movie? Uh, I mean
2: it, it was great. It was a really well made, fascinating documentary and I always just as far as like filmmaking goes, I always appreciate a documentary like I don't know if you guys watch movies made by Adam Curtis. He's a BBC documentarian who makes these like super interesting documentaries and what he does is like he'll be interviewing people or Speaking in voiceover saying something about whatever the subject matter is and whatever words he's using, he'll demonstrate the words with just some clips from old movies or just like old archival footage, like Mm -hmm. women dancing or something. And it adds this really like eerie artistic element that you wouldn't expect. And uh, this movie did that unexpectedly, Uh, but it almost doesn't matter uh yeah. And didn't need it because the subject matter was so terrifying. Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: it was compelling enough <laughs> that this could have been just straight interviews, and you still would have been like glued to your
0: seat. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I really liked the information. I, I, it was really fun to watch. I didn't love the film, but I, it's probably because I don't love the the subject matter. You know, like I don't want to blame sure. the filmmaker. Because I was creeped out so many times, but yeah, I guess you yeah. would be. I guess right. it's a creepy thing. Yeah, I mean it does it, it yeah. does
1: its intended job, but I, it is it's a weird thing to try to enjoy.
0: Yeah, but I also uh, thought yeah. they would get to Will and Jada, who I think are Scientologists, and uh, I don't know if this movie predates when they got on, when they got involved. Yeah, I, don't, I, mean, or, I mean I felt I like I do know that it takes like so long to make a movie like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah. they they also
1: I mean they glossed over quite a bit. Um, I to be honest, when it ended, I was surprised because when uh, when you were, you were about like an hour and a half in or so, I was like, oh, this is going to be just ridiculously long because sure. it was super informative and very in depth. Um, and I when it ended, I honestly was surprised. I thought like, oh, I honestly thought there was another hour and I would have been on board for it because I wanted to totally. hear more. <laughs> you know, though, I don't know. I think that they
2: definitely did
1: their job of showing you
2: that Scientology is. Uh, just an incredibly corrupt, Mm -hmm. messed up organization. And I I think that they needed that hour at the top to explain who L. Ron Hubbard was. And more than that, I think it was really important to explain why people joined Scientology, yeah, that well, was more not, surprising to, not, to me
1: than uh, the actual result. To not look down on them, I think is very important. Oh, yeah, this right, movie yeah. was not laughing at people at all. No, and and
0: I think and it's uh, people from all strat- strata. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, and yeah. I
1: think I think part of the reason maybe they didn't cover, uh, you know, uh, Will Smith or or other big things that everyone's heard about is maybe because those are so uh, in the public scope. We already know of them right, and right, about right, them, right. and they covered obviously some celebrity stuff. But they really did focus on uh, a lot of the very, what you'd call, like, normal people. Yeah. And I think that was important because it's like, let's not just focus on, like, all the glamorous
0: people who are a part of this thing. Right, Because that's not whose lives it's ruined. And some families, which I didn't – I don't think of this as a family thing. And that was crazy to be born into it. Because it doesn't seem like something – you could be born into because well, it, it's not break. that old but yeah. you could you know like if if your grandfather was into it or yeah. to be born into it it was like you know it wasn't even something I thought was an option I was like wait that's yeah. crazy being like born into Scientology. Yeah, I think, I think we
1: inherently what? think of it as like a thing where oh, one guy's walking down the street and yeah, yeah. somebody asks him if he wants to take a stress test or whatever, <laughs> right, and then, right. you know, two days later you'd uh, never fucking see him again. Yeah. There but it, it's true that there, is, there are people who've been in it forever yeah. and like now their families are parts of it.
2: So strange. Yeah, I think another reason they probably didn't go, and I, you know, in retrospect, I like this about the movie. I don't know if they could have gone any further longer with the movie or deeper into the corruption of it without starting to shame people that yeah. are in Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? They totally could because it, it's shameful to yeah. be that deep in it and do nothing. You're you're uh,
1: essentially, you're duped.
2: Right? And, yeah. and it
1: is easy to look from the outside in at that and say, are, these people are right, right. fucking idiots. But and that's everyone, not
2: always the case. Yeah, and it's not fair. And the people yeah. who did get out of it were like, I'm ashamed. And I would understand that. and But I don't, I don't want to put
0: that on people just for like failing at knowing what they were getting themselves right, right, into yeah. and what they were well, doing to uh, other people. And also, they—I think they did a good job in that first hour of showing how you get into it, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Like, you, you
1: could understand. I mean, it was hard. It's so hard to rationalize. It doesn't it. become
0: super crazy. You, it's yeah. like it's it's just like, like I talk about on stage sometimes, but just having any friend, like, yeah. like the commitment of any relationship outpaces how well you know them. So everything is a leap of faith. Uh, yeah, yeah. even even faith, right? So like, but. The first few phases, oh, this makes sense. Totally. And, well, it's a way to da, 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 live duh. your life, yeah, really. It, and it doesn't, by the time it doesn't make sense, you're, you're in. Yeah, yeah, no, that's absolutely you know true. I <laughs> think my
1: favorite part of the entire film was when Paul Haggis, who yes. was already in it for like 32 years at the time. Right. And then he finally got to like level seven and it almost seemed like... L. Ron Hubbard like didn't have level seven worked out yet and he just like <laughs> threw it together and he tells right. him this alien fucking story and Paul Haggis just goes what the fuck
0: <laughs> level like, seven level seven is literally like the last two seasons of your favorite show and yeah like, where it just falls it apart just ended. I don't know That's why hilarious. you guys.
1: it's true <laughs> and, and but it's like up until that point uh, from like Paul Haggis's perspective he was just it was a way to live his life it was all yeah. about like getting out your your negative emotions and, and it is it, it's a functional system yeah. early
0: on well, and yeah. then
1: by the time you're in it's just like yeah. it well, goes nuts
0: I almost I, I wouldn't say I was almost a Scientologist but I remember <laughs> in high school seeing the Dianetics commercials uh-huh. you, like uh, unleash your talent and unleash your oh and yeah you'd see like the it was like a, a volcano with lava coming out <laughs> oh, and yeah, just yeah. like be all you can be and I uh, and I knew I wasn't going to be in the army, so I thought, oh, this is a solid system here. And it, my English teacher told me – I was like I – me- I remember saying to him, I think I'm going to read that Dianetics. So I just want to – I want to really tap into my potential. And he was like,
1: no. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, that's yeah, – I man. mean, that's what they sell it as is more than anything, it's kind of a self-help thing. Like
1: just better yourself and right. then you, you just get addicted to the process of, of supposedly bettering yourself and you've just given them all your money. And then you're kind of indoctrinated. You're, you're just there.
2: Dude, it's weird, too, that they that they attack psychiatry and psychology so much. And they're so similar. They're so similar. And, uh, I yeah, man, I totally understand how people got into it. I go to therapy every week, and I love it, man. It's totally changed my life. And literally all it is is talking. I yeah. just talk, and I've been going for a couple of years. And throughout this couple of years, I say what's going on with me. And every time I say something that bothers me, it helps a little bit yeah. and then over time you learn patterns you start to understand those patterns and then they start to sort of slowly fade away just by understanding your own yeah. psychosis and that's like all the, the first three or four steps that's were.
1: exactly what this is yeah i mean and these so like of course are...
2: people were relieved like yeah. they were all like oh my god i would go into a session and i feel so much better and it's like yeah duh it, yeah like
1: saying what your problems exactly. are exactly it is helps it's the process the of weight. saying it right, and these people right. were tricked into thinking that like you know, holding on to these little metal handles and right. getting my stress yeah. levels measured. Like, that's not doing shit. It's just that you are saying out loud to another person yeah. the things that are bothering right. you or that are hurting you. It's genius,
0: man. And what's crazy is where, whereas your therapist, and I, I, I've been to a therapist, and I, just to think of, to think of, she told everyone what I told her, like, like a doctor, therapist, lawyer, yeah. these are professions where they cannot. It's yeah. privilege. They can't yeah. tell anyone well, right. where they can't told not. They keep it. it all in a room. <laughs> and that's these, right. And, and and so you yeah. wanna be a religion and you wanna not pay taxes, but you don't honor what people tell you in these sessions and yeah. you use it against them. You threaten to tell people or leak information. That's where it all kind of I mean, other than the, the aliens later on, <laughs> it, it, it falls apart there yeah. too, because there's oh, there's absolutely. gotta be a right well, because you're being held hostage. A uh, 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 privacy kind of information thing, right? Where and and It seems like they've some of the higher ups, some of their more like famous members, they've kept in place.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're, with blackmailing. They have them pinned down, like Travolta, who is who who says good things about the church, but looks like a scared baby deer every time he does. It's awful.
0: But it seems like now his concern should be uh, alleviated. Like it seems like that whatever he was. Trying to not get out has come out, so maybe he can... Just be gay, man. (laughs) That's it. Well, there's that whole thing. It's fine. No one cares.
1: But the thing is, uh, with him, though, is that he is so, so much a part of it. He got in so young. And, you know, he's a well-spoken guy, but he doesn't strike me as the brightest dude uh, or maybe the most independent thinker. And he kind of got sucked in, and he still he, – he said – he was asked about this documentary, and he said he won't watch it because he just thinks it's it's ridiculous that people are taking the word of, of all these former members. And it's huh. like you can't you can't reach him with
0: like well, the well logic then, of then why are up, they former members because yeah. they all felt wrong. Or right. well, speak out as a present member, like try to sway me the other way. It like, it's,
1: it's very, very you know, strange yeah. and creepy.
0: Yeah, but it, that, well, that kind of uh, is the overall feeling well, the of, thing of this is, entire thing is when, strange and creepy. When they show the meetings, I think – it was really good to see the meetings, but, oh, but I know. that scared me. That like that's, and I know you have to show it, but I just can't. Like some things, I, I have trouble watching. Whenever they show the the, the head guy, I guess who's still David Miscavige, Miscavige, and they show him talking, Pure it evil. just yeah, <laughs> totally. it, it feels like I'm at some kind of a you know Satan oh, meeting or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, man, a cult with money is the scariest thing in the world. And then they the way that they wrapped up the movie was really scary too. where they are like I. I, that was the part right at the end where I wanted to know more, where they were talking about how there are less than 50,000 Scientologists yeah, yeah. in the world I mean, they're now.
1: waning. That's nothing, right? That's... Well, but
2: then the flip side of that was that they have more money than oh, yeah. they've ever had, and they're Same buying property in countries all over the world.
1: Well, they're be, they're turning themselves into a corporation is That's what they're doing.
2: That's so scary, man. Yeah. That's scary. They're going to become like – a na- like a worldwide entity. They'll yeah. be able to like sway world politics if they keep going this because way. Because you're that's right. So and
1: scary. If they I mean at this point, even if they were to lose their tax exemption tomorrow, that's not, billions it's not gonna dollars. hurt them. They, They'll pay yeah. down what they owe and then they have all of that oh, real yeah. estate, so there's gonna be money coming in they can, forever.
0: They can buy a cereal com- uh uh company and, right. and and just make their own cereal with just little messages and <laughs> like the little prize inside can be like level one, yeah. kids, like a level it, one coloring book. Or oh something. It seems <laughs> like, it
1: seems like the religion is going to cease to exist, but that Scientology won't. Like because practicing it like like fifty thousand members as a church is nothing.
2: Yeah, that's almost no one. That's not really. But if your members are John Travolta and Tom Cruise,
1: but that's the thing is how many more are they getting uh, like a younger crop of those caliber people? You know, but now that people are exposed to it, well, you know that makes things harder for them to trick people into
0: it. I wonder, like, because you think of Scientology as having a pretty good stronghold in entertainment. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or false, and I wonder if.
1: I think it used to be a lot truer. Yeah, and now people are kind of getting wise to
0: it. Well, I did a show at the Scientology place. The uh, you've been? Yeah. The what do they call that? I I forget now. The all star something or whatever. Like they have a theater there. (coughs) Okay. And I went with my buddy. This is years ago, and like we did. They were. It was like uh, I thought it was a regular comedy show. Turns out it was like a thing where they wanted to manage you. So like you had to sign uh, this contract. So you're
1: one of them is what you're saying. No no, listen. listen. <laughs> you had to sign a
0: contract and they were like, "Well, if uh, we're going to have this big show and we're going to put you on this show yeah. and invite all these people and if you get anything from this show mm-hmm. for the next 3 years, we're billion. We, we we get something <laughs> from it, yeah. right? Whoa. I didn't sign, but my buddy was like they're gonna show it. They're gonna. Everyone's gonna be there. Yeah. And I was like, I just did Montreal. I, I, I'm pretty sure everyone, <laughs> yeah, was there. Yeah. Everyone who needed to see and me I don't was think there. Those people are gonna be here, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> and then my buddies took a tour, and it was just, it was just weird. Like it's one of these contracts that the reach of the contract was far too extending. Oh, yeah. For like a showcase. And basically, they, they would be a pseudo-manager. Well, that's I, that's I how they to, got Travolta. I told my buddies not to sign. I don't, I don't think any of them ended up doing it. Maybe I one mean, did. But.
1: That's that's basically how they got him. Was they weren't yeah. huge at the time. They were kind of actually waning in like the late 70s and not doing well. But then they got
0: John Travolta,
1: and and he kept getting parts, right. and which they he, were like, they kind which, of took credit for that, he gave them credit, right. so... And maybe
0: they helped in terms of the, like the, the therapy sessions, or maybe it was just dumb luck for them, yeah. you know, who knows? Yeah, well, who knows? It's uh, it's a fucking super weird thing, we could
1: definitely go on about that forever, but let's jump into these questions. Uh, oh boy. Each, each week we do a handful of uh, little games related to the movie in particular. Uh, let's start right off the top, so uh, Going Clear is a reference to, that's the highest level of Scientology that that you can achieve, um, but not the clearest name going in. You don't know shit about it, you don't right, know what right, it means. Right. So, rename this movie, give it a name that you think fits it a little better. What do you think, Dwayne?
0: Um, I don't know if this p- works, but I'm gonna try to make it work. I said taxes, schmaxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord, <laughs> uh, that absolutely works.
1: <laughs> I dig it. I think they should change that,
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, because they just don't want to pay taxes. Well, that's, that's really, really
1: what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Like, they didn't, They they were really like. Not a religion for a long time, and then they uh, L. Ron Hubbard kind of realized, like, oh shit, if I just say we're a church, like, yeah, and people no kind of follow cool. me already. Yeah, so exactly. It was it was effectively a sort of religion, but uh, smart move on his part. And speaking of of L. Ron Hubbard, I uh, I named it after him. It is called Lord Brown Teeth and the Galactic Batshit Alliance. <laughs> that's
2: that's God <laughs> the Brown teeth. teeth. What we're up oh with? Oh my his God! Teeth. He had oh. so
1: much money. What was wrong just with fix his the teeth? teeth. It was <laughs> so bizarre. And Man, one of
2: the craziest parts of that movie, by the way, was when David Miscavige announced that he was dead. Yeah, that moment was so crazy. Oh, he was, like whoa. wouldn't even say he was never, dead. Never yeah. said he was never dead. Never said he was dead. He, he said he like
1: le- left his body. He shed the his body. Level. Oh. It's like, oh. and, and you could hear people like when they start the, when the audience had the inkling that he would. What he meant was that he was dead. They all gasped with like sadness, but then by the end of his little speech, they're all cheering like, "Yeah, he's yeah. at the next level!" Oh, that or this guy's gonna beat the shit out of us. Well, that guy—I mean, Miss Cabbage—but his just body came in. back. <laughs> he just stepped in and went like he took everything to. The next By the level. way, that's
2: the thing I'm going to rename the movie. We Go better ahead. clap or he's going to beat the shit yeah, out of that's, us. <laughs>
1: that's,
0: the, that's I the also, right move.
2: I also would name it um, If You Don't Fuck Tom Cruise, We'll Ruin Your Life.
0: Yeah. Oh my that, God. That, that, that was, was crazy. crazy. Oh, that poor girl. That was absolutely crazy.
1: She, I mean, she's she's okay now, but like. She, yeah,
2: she's still a Scientologist and she's well, in she, movies she's and stuff. She's not, right?
1: though. She's not. No, oh, she's not. No, no. She just signed a non disclosure agreement. With them, uh, so she can't talk about her time with him. That was part of the agreement in oh, the first I place. I didn't. Get I that. believe they said she's out, but uh, she well, can't talk about she him. She still
0: has a career. That's good. Yeah. Good lord. You know, Cosby's somewhere thinking. Non-disclosure.
1: Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right, let's go to number two. Uh, we do this one every week. Make a drinking game out of it. Uh, I'll lead this one off because we we're just talking about uh, David Miscavige, who is the the leader who took over for L. Ron Hubbard and just out of his goddamn mind. Uh, so take a drink every time he reminds you of an '80s villain. Like an '80s movies villain, oh, he was so so much like that. Just
0: the perfect hair, that creepy like, smile. He uh, even '80s villain growth. I I think he looks like an '80s teen villain, yeah, growing yeah. up. Like the yeah, guy, yeah, he does.
1: He struck me as an actor. The yeah, whole yeah. everything he did and said was very calculated. And that that pseudo military uniform he wears. Oh, oh man, it's that so was
2: creepy. creepy. The whole actually here's my one major issue with the movie. They didn't really. Explain to me what Sea Org was. Mm. Like, I know what it is. Sea Org was basically
1: a fucking slave ship.
2: Right. But they didn't, like... I guess that's all it was. I guess maybe I'm looking for more explanation for it than that, but that was well, yeah. basically, so creepy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty much that L. Ron Hubbard was on the run, so he kind of took to the high seas, brought a bunch of people with him, and was like, clean my boat for free.
0: Well, yeah, and we watched... <laughs> crazy. We, we were going to do this other movie back in the day. We ended up not doing it called The, the called Master. The Master which, which is, yeah, it's which oh, is yeah. a take on that. Just this. as creepy, really hard to yeah. watch. Yeah, But it kind of shows... It's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and he's... Um, I think he's playing L. Ron Hubbard he, basically he, he is yeah, he's yeah. A, in essence a facsimile and, of him yeah. and it's on a boat so you get to see yeah. it's like that, it's pretty much the sea org it's that part sea it. org yeah, part yeah. of it it's yeah, really yeah. weird but it's not uh, it's fictional you know. <laughs> yeah what's, watching this movie actually made me stop
2: hating the master
1: yeah yeah it was I, I hated it the does, master right? too I, I couldn't, it. I couldn't it. get yeah. through yeah, it yeah you're right That's I couldn't get through it but now I want to go back and watch it because I think I'll find it a little bit more compelling
0: absolutely what do you think Dwayne what's your drinking game um I had two. I'll be quick. Every time that guy from Brooklyn talks, or the guy who sounds like he's from Brooklyn, because he's just, there's one guy talking yeah, who yeah. doesn't, you wouldn't think would be involved with Scientology at all. I don't yeah, know yeah. which one. He's like, these fucking guys, you know, we go down there and yeah, no, he'll be you know at the level. And it's just, every time I, I'm like, because when you hear him talk, you go, okay, this can happen to anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's really <laughs> yeah. clear that yeah, he seems sort of like, like he did come across as like a straight wise dude. And he, yeah, yeah. Actually, the whole
2: movie, like seriously, like two thirds of the movie, I was like, I think this guy's just gonna tell us that Scientology is great. At the end of this yeah, movie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "You're in there, and again, you're killing it." You know, and oh man, I used to love to go into those sessions. <laughs> I wish I could go in now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I wish I got to have sex with the, one of yeah, those cylinders. Just, I did. <laughs> I did more in six months than Jovita did in like ten years. I got in yeah. there. It's like, and I
1: was <laughs> what are you talking about, man? It was, he was very, very dumb. Yeah. And then like, at the end, he was, he was. He was. He was the guy where you're like, all right, well part of it was just preying on dumb people yeah right but even he like when he snaps out of it like the he just turns on a dime and he's like what the fuck was i doing right right. and then he runs around rounding everybody up yeah
2: he was that guy no wonder he was so into scientology he was like i'll just you know do everything a million percent he even said it (laughs) yeah he went anytime anyone says anything to me i do everything they say (laughs) (laughs) it was so weird
1: He's a good guy to have around (laughs) What do you think, Dave? How about a drinking game for you? Uh, Okay, yeah,
2: my drinking game goes like this. Every time you feel like you're going to throw up, you drink till you throw up. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Very nice. Really,
2: there were moments where, like, oh, like, Tom Cruise's smile, man.
0: Like, I can't. Unsettling. Unsettling. Like, I have
1: never seen a man look more maniacal then he looked in that one interview where he's wearing the turtleneck, yeah. and he is just void of like human emotion. He's not making any sense and doesn't care. And he's just cackling like a fucking madman.
2: They did a great thing uh, in that part when they were showing that uh, interview in the movie and they cut back between that guy we were just talking about. who yeah. was like, yeah, they all say they're happy. They all say they're happy, but they have like a migraine right there. They're yeah, so yeah, unhappy. And yeah. then they cut back oh, to no, Tom that was Cruise. A, yeah, that was a
1: great cut because so then Tom great. Cruise and you're like, and he's you like, see <laughs> him. You you see him losing his mind. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever seen an SP? <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. That was terrifying. It's it hard was so to scary. believe he has still had such a great career following that. Like I think if that video hit YouTube today, it would be fucking devastating to his career. Yeah, but because it, be. it was like early 2000s and shit didn't really catch on. Like everybody kind of knew about the interview, but nobody right, nobody right. was really up in arms about it. Like I have to imagine after this documentary, he's He's got to just like cut ties, even if he doesn't want to. Doesn't he have to yeah. just be like?
0: But you know, you, eh, you do done with this. <laughs> but you don't know who they have stuff on. So like, yeah. it's not oh, going to run out.
1: Horrible shit on him because he's supposedly but, like right. been and, happy to use these like and some slave laborers. Basically, it's well, really, also man,
2: not everyone. I mean, most people aren't going to see this movie as much press as it's getting. I mean, yeah, most you're people right. don't yeah, see most yeah, things. Yeah, you're right. Most you're people right. are just going to see the new Mission Impossible movie, and they're not going to give a shit. Yeah,
1: and especially being in L.A., I think we, like, I, I, in oh, yeah. my head, I'm like, oh, everyone on the planet saw this, like, the night it came out. Yeah. And that's probably not the case. Uh, we have uh, we have time for one more, so let's do this. Uh, mostly, we have talked about how fucking bad shit insane Scientology is, but uh, what one part of it might convince you to kind of give it a shot? <laughs> right, right. Like, what one part of it you were like, ah, I get it. I
0: could get on board. Well, what do you f- think, Dwayne? For me, it was all the past life stuff um, because it, it was so much. It seemed like to be a lot of fun. Like, oh, in a past life, you were this, you were that. Yeah, yeah. I, I to me, as far as Scientology goes, it's like a porn star. Like, no one's a porn character actor. Like, if you do porn, you're a porn star. You know. And so, hmm. like, I just thought like oh, it would be great to have someone make up a nice little past life for me. Like, you know, in the past. <laughs> You were, you were Shaka Zulu. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, I was and, Shaka Zulu. That's amazing. And yeah. you can blame
1: everything that's wrong with you today on those past, yeah. like yeah, those yeah. frozen alien souls that are inside of you or whatever. Like, no one, like hey,
0: it's on them. But I, no one was a cobbler. No one was like, oh, you were a cobbler. That's all you, you know. That, yes. That's, that's well, but you, that's that's because yeah, they kind it's of like black
2: tie dinners and stuff. They right,
1: kind yeah. of trick these people into making mm-hmm. up these past life memories themselves. And right, like nobody's right, right. making up like some shit life, you <laughs> right, know? Right. Everybody was somebody cool if they get to choose, right? Right,
2: right. What do you think, Dave? Uh Oh, man. You know, I just like to lick the floor.
1: <laughs> I like <laughs> Anytime that. Anytime you get the chance to mop guys, something
2: with your tongue. Put me in the hole. <laughs> I just want to be in the hole. I want you to hit me and I want to love
1: it. That was the hardest thing to grasp. Yeah. Was that like like when those uh, yeah, the, the, the ex-wives that. of all the guys who left the church oh, that was were on Anderson Cooper, denying, saying everything that their ex-husbands were saying was a fucking lie, and then willingly going back yeah. to live in, in a, a prison, effectively. Yeah that's just that is some level of control that I can't even fathom it's yeah, so crazy craziness uh, for me it's and listen I, I recently got married uh, very happy I would like to preempt it with that but should I ever need a divorce I like the idea that they kind of manage the whole thing they recruit <laughs> a replacement for you it seems very convenient divorces can be yeah. stressful you just gotta sit back and be like hey divorce this lady for me and also if you could alienate that the kids from so her that'd crazy. be tremendous <laughs> Oh, you're getting divorced? Okay, well, we'll get her out of the picture. Do you want a female slave? Yeah. How about that? Also, if you want your kids to hate her, we can do that. It's going to cost extra, but we can do that for you.
2: (laughs) Also, if she ever does something you don't like, we'll just put her in a castle where
1: she'll be afraid. That's so super fucked up to me that they. So they basically forced the divorce of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman and then made the kid, like, turned her own children against her so he would get custody and look better in the public eye. That's I mean, there's terrifying. A,
2: there's like a crazy, you know, old wives' tale that goes around Hollywood about Katie Holmes getting out too, where she like found like an untethered phone. Yeah, she supposedly
1: had to have like a smuggled phone, smuggled a yeah. phone
2: in, and she talked to Nicole Kidman on the phone, and Nicole was like, "Get the fucking kids and get out right now," yeah. you know, <laughs> like.
1: Well, see, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to, to uh, accept that they didn't go into Katie Holmes at all, and they yeah. didn't go into the, the fact that like David Miscavige's wife has been like not been seen for five years. But I think you know there comes a point where it's like we can only say so much. But uh, super interesting. We're looking for part two, basically, is what I'm saying, guys. Mm-hmm. We want a sequel. Going sequel. clearer,
0: yeah, and then they can bring in the uh, the Smiths.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and the lady from oh, King yeah. of Queens, uh, with Leah Remini, big big proponent oh, right? against them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, against them, <laughs> against them. But she got out a couple of years. She was the oh. one who filed the missing persons report on David Miscavige's wife because she hadn't been seen and nobody had done anything about it, and nobody did. That so. was
2: one of the craziest things to me about the movie, like you said about the Smiths, like. So many people are scientologists in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So when I was at a show, you guys know both know Josh Fadem, right? Yeah. He's so funny and he was like on stage talking about he's like, "Do you guys know that movie The Other Sister?" It was that movie about those two Scientologists that became mentally handicapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I was like, oh, That's
0: I didn't
1: know though. Giovanni like Ribisi and Julia Ravis Lewis yep. are both. So it's like Jason Lee, who was Jason shocking Lee. to me. That That's was right. devastating.
2: Yeah, man. He's Not like, you right. all rats. Yeah, Come on, Yeah, you're the dude. best.
1: Wow. He, was like a, he was like a pro skateboarder when he was yeah, young. Yeah, great. Uh, uh, very upsetting. Uh, anyway, I think that about does it for this week. Um, Dave, thanks so much for being here, dude. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Uh, anything you want to promote? Your Twitter show's coming up, anything like that?
2: Yeah, I'm at Dave to the Ross on Twitter. Um, I'm going on the road some, and I have a, a show every Saturday in Echo Park called Good Heroin, and you can find info on all that stuff on my website, which is DaveToTheRoss.com.
1: Check them out, guys. Dwayne.
0: I'm <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, I was scratching Dwayne, my Dwayne's back. Dwayne's not a self-promoter. He's very humble. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, FunnyDP is my Twitter handle. DwaynePokers.com is the, uh, the website. And um, no, not too many shows, because I'm, I'm shooting my, my, my feature, uh, Dying to Kill, and uh, but I'll keep you posted on that.
1: Yeah, check them out, guys. I am at TK Kelly Comedy on Twitter, and uh, check out my show Warp Zone the last Tuesday of every month at The Virgil in Silver Lake. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Dave, thanks again for being here, man. Dude, so fun. Thanks. Tune in next week.
0: You've been listening to Movie Night with Dwayne Perkins and TK Kelly. Be sure to like them on Facebook. Just search for Movie Night Podcast Show. And follow them on Twitter. Just search for at Movie Night Cast.